The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. On today's UFC Unfiltered, Jimmy is not in, but my buddy with a great accent, Jamie English, is in. Say hello, Jamie. Hello, everybody. We have Darren Till, fresh off his win over Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, calling in. It's going to be a phenomenal show. Give a listen. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Do you want this or no? Nah. Do you want this or no? No, thanks. Okay. Hi, everybody. Oh, let me tell everybody who I am. It's Matt Sarah. I hate doing the third person thing. It's so freaking weird. Tito, Tito Ortiz used to always do that. Every time he did that, I would cringe and, and throw up in my mouth a little bit. But it's me, everybody. And my Jimmy, my Jimmy, my Jimmy is gone. I can't keep up with that dude. He's taking over the world. But the ying to my yang. That's the worst thing I ever said. Jamie English is here. Yes, Jamie English is here hello and jamie really balances out the show because i'm kind of i am i've been known i've been known uh jamie to be two things hyper and loud no two things that you're not that, that that's not you if somebody says you know it's hyper and loud they're not gonna go jamie english they're not gonna, they're not gonna fucking say that why don't we give all. some uh credentials here for this guy in case anybody's just tuning in for the first time. About Jamie English? Yeah. Jamie English is the, I'm going to say the head. He's going, oh, no, how do I share the title with other instructors? But he is a um, one of the main uh, MMA and Muay Thai instructors at the world-famous Henzo Gracie Academy here in Manhattan in New York City. Yes! That's both for the Henzo Gracie Academy and for my good friend Jamie English, who's out there training the likes of Neiman Gracie and Master Henzo himself. Is my lip bleeding? Look, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Pete Drago cell. Is it bad? May I might need one. I was rolling with Pete Drago cell, and Pete Drago cell. He didn't get the memo that um that Brazilian jiu jitsu is the uh, the gentle art. Um, he didn't get that memo. Yeah. No, you know what I mean. I do know. What you so mean. I mean, I'm not really training for elbows right now. But hey, what the hell? When I get one, you appreciate it. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. As long as like I don't need stitches, which sucks because it kind of like just stinks. So thank you. So I took a nice a nice um, elbow when I was passing his butterfly guard. But oh. hey, man, listen, you know, stuff happens when it you're does. looking to take limbs. It does. You know, but damn, do I feel good. 
I rolled with my buddy Zach Zach uh, Fala on Saturday. We had a nice hour roll. Well, 45 minutes. I might add another 15 to make myself sound younger. And I needed it, Jamie. You know why? Because my week was a whirlwind. Oh, a whirlwind! Can I tell you about it really quick? Tell me. By the way, we're going to have Darren Till call soon. Yes. I, wait, really quick. You're from... He's from Liverpool. Yeah. Where are you from? Yeah, I'm from the same city. You're from Liverpool? Yeah. <laughs> a scouser, as they were saying. Really. So Scousers, wait, now, yeah. now tell me. Now, Cheeky you guys scouser. might have... I, I, are you interested in talking to him? He had a hell of a fight the other night. Yeah, I'm very excited. It's, it's weird, nice. though, because... It, now, look. Let, we're going to get back to my week afterwards. Because <laughs> of that. I traveled a lot. I went to Puerto Rico. Was, I, was that here since I've been to Puerto Rico? Yeah. Yes, I was yeah, here yeah, once. Yeah, you were in, yep. But anyway, I was in Puerto Rico really quick. We're getting back to Tarantula in a second. Uh, to visit my friend over there, uh, Edgar. We did a little fundraiser. It's nice. And then I got back. And then I had to go for one day. I was here. I visited Chris, the producer. Not really. I did the fucking show. <laughs> but listen. So then, Jamie, we um, I had to go to Vegas oh, to play a video that. game. I saw that. The ER, you did see that. I did, yeah. It was so much that. fun. Yeah. I beat Dana twice. They might, I might be removed from looking for a fight because I, <laughs> I whipped his ass so bad. I was about to give some, you know, you don't want to, you know, beat up the boss too big. No. You might, I have a couple, you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm employed yes. by the UFC. Well, that's the rule, isn't it? Never outshine them. I was going to take a dive, like in the end of Mr. Mom, <laughs> the beginning of Mr. Mom. Remember, he's doing the obstacle course with his boss. Yeah. I bring that, that up a lot and I realize how old I am. <laughs> Nobody's seen that. You ever see Mr. Mom? Uh, yeah, but a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. I seen it as a kid with my grandparents. Did you ever see Mr. Mom with Michael Keaton? Yeah, bits of it, yeah. Yeah? It's not a great movie. No. <laughs> he let the boss win the obstacle course. Well, he knows what right? he's doing. I should have let Dana win. Wow. Fuck that, dude. I had him on the cage. Did you? Yeah. And Dana, they had his body from, I think they, they took the, um, the, the, the image of when he was on looking for a fight. Because he dieted and got in that, that ocean. He looked good. Yeah. You know? Dana looked like the fucking fighter. Yeah, Look at yeah. him. Anyway, we had a good time. But I'm back here with you guys. <laughs> Jamie, I'm so loud and Jamie's just looking at me. Jamie, let's talk about the fights really quick. Because we're going to have Darren Till okay. on the phone really soon. Now, Darren Till is unbeaten. Yep. What exactly is his record? He's 17-0-1 now. He's good. Yep. What was his... Now, he's got that... And you should like his style. I was really... I was really intrigued by this fight with Wonder Boy because it really, you know, it's like a, it is a, when it comes down to styles, like the karate style versus the Muay Thai style. Yeah. Um, Till is very big. I mean, I know he didn't make weight. I heard there was some stuff with that. Uh, but, you know, he's a big welterweight. Yes. What did you think of the fight? I was, uh, honestly, I was really, honestly. I was really impressed with, uh, with Till. Yeah. I thought that he fought a very, very mature and pa measured fight. Because, patient fight. Yeah, exactly. And that wasn't what I think people expected, including yeah. perhaps Wonderboy in their corner. And I know uh, Stephen Thompson personally, and yeah. I have the highest respect for him and his and his family as and his as his team. So uh, you know, I think they just really had a lot of respect for each other. And I also feel like uh, Till really really enjoyed and rose to the occasion i think it was a very very small fight on his part it was a close fight but like this is the thing i remember i'm gonna tell you be totally honest with you and i am i'm gonna say like as far as rooting for him and everything i was slightly biased because i do know i spent time with wonder boy he's been yeah, at my school before absolutely, yeah. he's related to chris now too <laughs> yeah right. and uh He's always out helping Chris, and you can't find a nicer guy. Yeah, and his father, absolutely. again, the family. Wonderful people. You're never going to find anybody saying anything bad about Wonderboy. Just a great human being. Yep. Um, you know, 
during the fight, I remember go watching it, and I was on my toes because it was it was exciting, yeah. especially in the beginning. Of you know, because it's like you're like anything can happen. Yeah. But I remember thinking that he was winning every round. I'm like, I remember going through the, the rounds, thinking that all right, he's landing better. He's landing cleaner shots. And sometimes I know the crowd would be like, whoa. But Wonderboy was rolling with some of these big shots that, not the last round where he got knocked down, but I remember I had him four rounds up until that fifth round. And then, so I'm like, man. And then I'm like, all right. So then I I gave the, the fifth round because he got knocked down. He came back good with that, but he recovered well. But to, to Till, I gave him that round. But I remember thinking that, man, he's, He's winning. I I did like that. Till was enjoying it. The the the, the I I was expecting more concern at a Till's corner. They weren't show. They I feel like they. I'm like, am I missing something? I'm like, am I? That's what I thought. I'm like, am I just that biased? Am I just looking at what what he's doing? I'm like, I'm, what's the matter with me? Am I? I I I should sense more urgency in that corner. You know what I mean? For that for that fifth round, and uh, I didn't. You know they weren't like, listen, you need the start beating them. I don't know. Maybe I got to hear it again, the corner. Maybe I missed something. Did you sense any? Urgency? No, they were, they weren't, they were very, they were very calm. And I get, sure. and listen, don't get me wrong. I think I, I really like Till. I yeah, think yeah. he's, I can't wait to see what's next for him. Wonderboy's a hard fight for anybody, yeah. but I do, I do feel that he was getting the better, like landing better, cleaner, you know, I don't know the official stats to be honest with you. Uh, um, they're up here. I mean, total strikes till landed 40 to wonder boys, 31 and 38, 30 in significant strikes. And there was, you know, a couple of seconds. I don't, yep. dude, I don't know, man. I don't know about that. How well, about that? Yeah. I'd have to really see these shots. Well, I think I, I, I would have been, go ahead, Jamie. I was going to say like, as far as stats go, like it's one thing to look at that, but it's easy to look at that after a fight at the end of the day. And I've done a lot of judging. Um, you know, nobody comes up to the judges between the rounds and goes, look at these stats. Because that's, yeah. that's the whole point of having a judge because you're a human being, you're not a computer. It doesn't, the stats don't show the fight necessarily or more importantly, the perception of the fight. And we talk, you know, I've talked about this to my friend this morning about the fight. And um, at first, after I watched, I was like, oh, I don't know if Till edged that. Okay. And then I didn't know that it, that, that was the case. I thought it was very close. And then... Um, when I watched it again, aha! Uh-huh. What do you think? I thought it was, in my view, it was two and two going into the fifth. And Interesting. I'll, and I'll tell you why I think that. Because your hometown Liverpool well, bastard, I, you yeah. trap, you trap. I'm only kidding. I got it. Boom, boom. Because me. I'm blatantly biased. No, no. Go ahead. Um, I, you guys I, go I to mean, the same <laughs> elementary school. You and uh, I'm only kidding. Maybe. Go ahead. Uh, busted. Yeah. No. Um, so. I feel like in the first round when I watched it again, mm-hmm. I didn't see anything really happen. I felt like it was so even, like nobody landed anything especially yeah. significant. It, I mean, it was close though. I know, I hear you. Go ahead. So I felt like, yeah, because John McCarthy mentioned this and I agree with him and I, you know, depending on what view you want to look at it. Yeah, moving backwards doesn't mean you lose a fight. It, but it does mean if you can't distinguish what's going on in terms of strikes, if you can't do that, if you think it's even and you aren't moving forward, then... Judges are going to start to look at that and say, well, you know, and I feel like maybe that's what could have given Till the first round. And then in the second round, um, and this was borne out after the fight in the in the post-fight press conference, um, Wonderboy confirmed that in the second round, his legs were hit by those side kicks. And I felt like when you look at that, all his legs are red and he didn't, I, that's the only thing I could distinguish in the second round. So I was like, all right, I could give that to Till. Yeah. Then in the third round, I felt like he hit 
Till would much more, like you said, exactly what you said I saw, like, Till would occasionally maybe catch him, but he was always moving away because he's so good at that Wonder Boy, yeah. and he doesn't take clean shots. He blitzed them. Yeah, yeah, and he and so I think uh, Wonder Boy won the third and the fourth with the same thing, yeah. with the same thing, and then in the fifth, as as well as Wonder Boy did, un- unfortunately for Wonder Boy, he got dropped, and I feel like unless you absolutely batter the guy or drop him, you're going to lose that round. So I felt like that's how it was close for me. You know what I think. I think you're on fire today, Jamie English. <laughs> Jamie English, we're not only having you in here because of your crazy, crazy energy and the fact that you're from Liverpool and the fact that you have an awesome accent. Jamie, look at me. Don't stare at me like that. I'm a Hall of Famer. No eye contact. I'm only kidding. I'm becoming an asshole. Jamie, I'm so happy to see you. That's very good points. You might have convinced me. <laughs> no, listen, well, I, I thought I, it was very close. Yeah, it I wasn't. Was. I wasn't convinced that till. Don't get me you wrong. You saw it twice, though. But I did. And That's then this is a, this is the thing, right? This is what gives me. Uh, well, you know, I try and keep a balance where I'm like, and I've done a lot of judging and it's like, the reason there's three judges and you, they see it from different angles. Yeah. And that's the whole point of having a human element yes. is that there's going to be some discrepancy. And for me, if Thompson wins that fight, I have no argument. It was close enough to be like, well, maybe yeah. it wasn't, you know, as big a margin as people would want to make out. I understand people can get upset with stuff, but a lot of times you only watch the fight once. And then when you watch it again, sometimes you can see things you didn't see. And then you might be able to find some empathy with a judge because they don't get to see it twice. And they have to make a decision right there and then. And then sometimes afterwards, you can look at it again and be like, oh, no, I actually have. No, it's a different opinion now. Yeah. So I, I give some support to that. The only thing I would have a problem with is if there's a huge discrepancy in the fight and yeah. you go, no way, there's no way that that person won that fight. Yeah. But yeah. when it's close, you've got to give a human element to yeah. it. And so I'm really happy for Till because I'm from Liverpool. But I also really like uh, Stephen Thompson. And I don't think it's going to make a big difference in Thompson's career, which is a good thing because if it is a controversial decision, he's still the man for me. And I love that Till paid that respect to him and rightfully so in my opinion. Right. I'm going to call Darren, by the way. Go ahead, give him a call. Are you going to bring up places like that you used to hang out in Liverpool and stuff? Could you please bond with Darren Till? <laughs> you mean, I mean, you mean jail? Fun, I mean, what a, <laughs> let me tell you. No, I heard. Look what I was reading here about okay. Darren Till. Yeah. What, did he get into some... Uh, hi, let me see. What is... Look, well, he got some reading, bother, yeah. He got into some... What did you read? That he, he got, got into he some... Got, uh, he got stabbed, yeah. In a, in a nightclub he moved fight. to Brazil Probably. at the age of 20 after a stabbing incident in Liverpool, which involved... Fighting multiple bouncers and patrons. Yeah, that sounds like someone from at a Liverpool. club during a party in August <laughs> 2012. They I wasn't. Left, I wasn't there. Left him with two <laughs> scars on his back. Here we go. Yeah. Darren Till, is this you? Hello. What's up, buddy? You are with Matt, Sarah, and Jamie English on UFC Unfiltered. How are you, my friend? Hi, mate. You okay? Hey, man. Congratulations on your fight the other night, man. You must be on uh, cloud nine still. Uh, yeah, I am sort of. I'm a little bit sick today, but yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I seen some uh, some some clips of that after party. It looked like it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I had uh, an after party uh, organized for a few weeks. So I just wanted to get down and uh, see some of the fans and have a good time with them. <laughs> now, I loved your attitude after the fight because, you know, it was a super close fight that everybody's talking about. And uh, yeah. Jamie English, who's in here with me, is actually he's from Liverpool, which is a crazy coincidence because yeah. he's my guest that was today. But he just broke yeah. down that fight because he watched it twice. And he yeah. just was really going through each round very articulately. 
I, I, I didn't say that word right. It ruins everything. <laughs> it ruins everything when I say a word wrong. But anyway, he broke it down where he had it for two and two going into that fifth round. And then obviously that fifth round was a great round for you. How do you feel? Yeah. How do you feel with, um, with, with the result and the aftermath of that and, and you know, the fact that it's a close I fight? Think, things don't uh, change it. I, <coughs> I think it's, it was definitely a close fight. The thing is, right, is before me, the only ever other guy to beat Steven in the octagon, uh, obviously Matt Brown, but Woodley. But the difference is, is Woodley's a wrestler. So Steven has to worry about them takedowns. That's why Woodley dropped Steven and had success on the feet. With me and Steven, Steven probably never worried much about wrestling with me. It was a, it was a total strike and match. So, you know, going into this fight, for starters, I don't think anyone believed that I could I could deal with Steven. So straight away, they had proved that I went five rounds with him. And I nullified most of his attacks. Yeah, I feel he did attack more than I attacked. But I defended more than he defended my attacks. And, you know, at the end of the day, it was it was a close chess match. You know, I... I've seen, I seen some the commentators on, I think it was the Fox Best, and I, I know Bisping was saying, oh, Stephen didn't kick as much, or I didn't. It's not that he didn't kick as much. He couldn't kick because he he knows against me. Them kicks that would work on someone else were not going to work against me. I work against me. I defended them just as I knew. I, could, I couldn't waste my energy with my left hand as much because he's so fucking good with his head movement and his angles, so... That's why I never threw so much because it, 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 I'm not throwing it because I know it's not going to be there to land. That's why it had to be so, you know, well thought out in, in the moment. And it was a close fight, but do you know what, mate? It, 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 people are going to say he won and people are going to say I, I won. You know, that's how it is. If, 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 we, if we, get, we can get the rematch on and let's see what happens again. But I think even in the rematch, it's still going to be one of them, you know, who's, who's smarter than who on the night. And, Obviously, Stephen came into my backyard, hometown. So you've got to. That is that is another point. I know I've seen some people tweeting about it. He's obviously going to win in his hometown, but you can't just come to someone's hometown. It's like you're fighting the champion and have a close fight and expect to win. So that's that's usually how it goes. And but you know, to me, I'm not bothered. It was a close fight, and I was happy to share the ring, the, the octagon with one of the best. I was very impressed. Now you're an aggressive fighter, so I was very impressed. With your patience. Now they say, they say that everybody's got a, a a plan, a strategy until they get hit. But you stuck to your strategy. Was it difficult? Was it difficult for you not to not to be more aggressive because it's a little bit out of character for you? How how I mean, yeah. you followed a great game plan. Yeah. Well, the, the game plan I I followed was there and then in the moment. Uh, I know Stephen expected me to be an aggressor. Obviously, you guys and a lot of other people did, but I, I can change up styles wherever I want. I can be aggressive. So I, I knew with Donald Cerrone, I could be aggressive, and I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't face many consequences for that. With Stephen, I can't be aggressive because you're going to face consequences. You're going to get a kick to the chin, or a spinning <laughs> kick, or you know some of them good angle punches what he throws. So this is the type of fight that I am. Mate. You know, I'm, I'm growing. I'm, I'm getting better. I'm ten years younger than Stephen, and I've just hung in there with him and, and, and beat him on a close decision. So, yeah, the, the crowd was riling me up. I could have went all guns out, but then it might have been a different outcome. So, five rounds, I was calm, collected, I stuck, I stuck to what I knew, and, you know, I feel like in the chess match, maybe I just triumphed a little bit more than him, but, you know, it is what it is. 
Hi, uh, hey, how you doing, mate? It's uh, nice to, to get to talk to you, a fellow scouser. Um, I just wanted to say a couple of things. Like, um, I did notice and I felt that this was very, very clever and very smart from you and, you, and you've got a very well-established coach there and a great a great team, I know this. Um, but it was very smart and, and you can tell me, you know, if I'm misreading what happened, but I felt like every time he faced you in the southpaw stance, you low-kicked him off the rear or you tried to. And every time he faced you in the orthodox, you were using that lead leg sidekick. And I thought that was especially clever and effective. And after the fight, he uh, confirmed in the post, uh, post-fight post press press conference that his leg was actually damaged in after maybe the second round because of those tactics. I thought that was very clever, uh, Darren. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. It, that, was, uh, that was something that, that, as again I said, uh, just happened while I was in there because... What I knew I had to be careful was of his front leg, like a jab. So I knew I had to sort of come back to the Muay Thai style a bit and keep my leg high to maybe defend that kick off. But as I was like bouncing high, I knew I could fire the, the front leg when he's in a, an orthodox stance, you know, to hurt his knee and that. And, and I seen that I did hurt his knee in the first. I didn't, I didn't attack it through all out the fight because he's, he's very good at changing the stance. And then obviously when he's in the south four stance, that big left low kick can come into play. So. For me to have him going back and forth from stances because he's, he's worried about which leg's getting hurt was good as well. Maybe that gave him a little bit more to think about. But, you know, again, again, it was just a crazy chess match between both of us. I could see his eyes, you know, his, his head working 100% all the time. My head was with the same. You no know, one had no one figured out after five rounds. That's what's so good about the fight, you know. Maybe some fans might not understand how, how it went. Even even some of the analysts I've heard speaking, they just don't understand true striking. So I'm just sitting there sort of laughing because no one really understands true striking. Yeah, I, I thought, that, as I said, I thought it was a very clever game plan um, and it was well executed. And for me personally, regardless of the outcome, I think that's going to you know improve you tremendously as a fighter. And also, um, I don't see it affecting... Uh, Wonderboy's position either he's still in the, he's obviously still in the top tier there so I, I can only see it being a win for uh, both of you to be honest yeah I, I totally agree uh, you know as I've said a rematch I wanted a I, 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 I would have a rematch with him I would love to fight that man again and, and, and see what happens again I, as I said I think it'd be the same fight uh, you know maybe I could come out a bit more aggressive but such, such a good such a good opponent to fight against yeah, but there's so many nice, there's so many matchups I could think of that get yeah. me excited with yeah. Darren now. Yeah, Darren, did you see Kamara Usman, uh, his fight with Damian Damian Meyer in Chile recently? Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I didn't see the full the full fight, but I've seen like clips of it, and uh, you know, I know people saying it's boring and that, but it, it, you know, as you said, you got two grapplers. It's just like me and Stephen fighting; they were just trying to outsmart each other. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but that's that's a guy I want to fight because I mean, it wouldn't be the fight. That it was with Steven, I could come out, I could be more, you know, what I, the type of fighter I am. Strong, powerful punches and kicks and elbows to him. And obviously he's going to come out and, and strong grapple and he's got good, you know, good power punches. So I think that would be, be a fucking great fight. Now, sometimes guys who have um, the real, real dangerous uh, arsenal uh, standing up with the striking, they, they get a little hesitant fighting somebody, maybe uh, like an Usman. That they know if they go too aggressive, they're afraid of them getting underneath and just kind of grinding them out. Now, you, everything's looking. Listen, one the boy actually surprised me. He shot one takedown, but in a in a heartbeat, you were up. So it looks like you're definitely addressing that. What do you feel now? You're fighting some of these. When you, if you get to a fight with a guy like Usman, 
even Woodley, when they have that grappling base, yeah. what, what do you got for him, man? Is there stuff that you, we're obviously yet to see? or? Well, then that's where fakes pl- come, uh, play a big part. Because if I fight a guy like, uh, let's say, Woodley or Usman, then I know going, in, going into the fight with them, that's where my fakes are going to have to play a big part. Meaning, I'm, I'm going to have to, you know, in the first round, hit him with, with a jab and a, and a few punches and, and get him twitching for that takedown. And then when he sees me about to throw a left, He's gonna go for the takedown, but you know it's what it's what I do with it. I've got to face it. I've got I've got to make him twitch and, and make him think that punches and kicks are coming when they're actually not, and then land when he's not prepared. So it's sort. I think it'd be like a faking match. I'd I'd I'd, I'd use more fakes. You know, I'm fucking giving me game plan a year away. But <laughs> 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 that's that's how it'd be. Do you know what I mean? I'm not really one. I'm not scared. That that that's the game plan. He's obviously gonna be facing punches in that high and low, you know, changing levels to take me down and I'm going to be facing to, to stuff to take down him. I think, again, fighting Usman or Woodley or any other wrestler, good grappler wrestlers, I think it'll just be, just be a good fight. I, listen, at the end of the day, I just believe I can beat them all. That's, that's it. But when you go into detail about it, you know, it's interesting size and, you know, weighing the two fighters up. Now, now Darren, this is this is actually my wife's question because she asked me, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know, because my wife's like, who's the on his arm? She's pretty. I go, I don't know, honey. I'll ask him. <laughs> who's that on your? Who's what's the tattoo you have of you on your shoulder? Ah, uh, that was there. Sorry, that was just a, a tattoo I got it when I was in Brazil. Okay. <laughs> All right, my wife thought maybe, oh, is that his, his girlfriend? I go, I don't know, honey. I go, do I really have to ask that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a long story. Uh, a long drunk story. <laughs> Let me ask you your thoughts on RDA versus Colby Covington. How do you think that goes down, Darren? Yeah, I, I taught RDA a few weeks ago, but I'm starting to, uh, I was looking up on Colby, and he's got very, like, very good pressure, very, very good wrestling. He's got phenomenal cardio, so... I can see Colby winning that. He's got more belief that he's going to beat RDA. So I rarely see Colby beating RDA uh, with the fight, but I wouldn't be surprised if RDA beats him at it. Colby's stand-up's not, not very good. It's not strong. It's not good, but is very aggressive, but I can just see Colby maybe stretching out a, a win there. I don't see him knocking him out, but I see him winning definitely on points. Yeah, you know, Colby... Now, do you, th- you feel as a... Uh, he's, he's got talent, obviously. You think his mouth kind of got him to these big fights more so than his ability and what do you think of that do you think there should be a line somewhere that you don't cross if there is this guy don't give a shit but yeah no I don't think so no I think at the end of the day he's doing what he's doing I know he's been giving me shit for not making weight and listen it's fucking it's, it's okay honestly like there's fucking shit I could say there's I could, I could never get away with but what he's doing is good he's he's beating everyone at the end of the day I think he's only got one loss in the UFC against Wally Alves but he's beat everyone hasn't he and everyone talks about him I mean everyone's talking about him so he can't be doing it wrong can he you know maybe sometimes yeah he does cross the line but that's just you gotta, you gotta be able to deal with that I know that I didn't like what he put about uh, Mike Perry's girlfriend but yeah it is what it is. You, you, it's fucking out with many, do you know what I mean? It, I wouldn't give a fuck if he said something about anything. It doesn't matter with men. So I think sometimes we get a little bit carried away. Like, oh, that's disrespecting me. So I don't really give a fuck. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> let him do his thing. And people want to see him win or lose. So either way, they're going to tune in. So do you know what? At the end of the day, right, he's doing the right thing. 
You know, it's funny, man. Darren, so Darren's, I'm not saying lucky, but some guys have that it factor about them. Yeah. Darren's got for that. Sure. You got that going for you, Darren Till. Yeah, there's, a lot, of, there's a lot of <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, there's a lot of excitement for sure, and rightfully so. You know, one of the things I was going to uh, ask you, Darren, is, um, you know, for me personally, I left Liverpool about 15 years ago, and like that's when I started doing more of the training over here in the Hens of Gracie Academy, and it was nice for me to see, read about, obviously, and, and uh, know about the upcoming fighters from Liverpool, and I know you have uh, friends with Terry Etienne, and, and like there's a lot of good guys out there, and one of the things I've enjoyed is seeing the growth of it because a few years back I felt like we were a little bit behind in terms of our ability to compete with the American fighters but and because it was particularly you know dominant over here it was much more experienced but now I don't think that's true at all I think with the likes of yourself and obviously and um, with Michael Bisping being being a big big obviously star um, and then even obviously Conor McGregor like th- these things are coming up into a, to a point now where we're really being able to compete with the very best in the world I think that's exciting and you must you must have some uh, po- possibly some some friends or some fighters that you're probably excited about yourself in your own team and in and, and others you know yeah no uh, I totally agree with you I believe America was ahead and it started there and, you know with the UFC and whatever and uh, more coverage whatever I definitely do agree but right now, it's it's any man's game anywhere in the world. You know, Russia, wherever. You know, you got Nigerian fighters, you got African fighters, you know, the English, as you said, Connor, Ireland, Joanna, Poland. So right now, it's not just America or or you know, back in the day, Brazil used yeah. to fucking be the best. It's it's everywhere. It's it's anywhere. And it, I I just think anyone who wants it, anyone who wants it, believes enough and and knows what to do. You know, with, with training, you've got you've got to train correct you've got to you've got to really train smart so i think all them ingredients can i i'm not a champion so i can't say to be a champion i know i'm gonna be a champ but i think to, to be a good top fighter you've got to have all them ingredients and the right mind of you know right frame of mind yeah absolutely yeah now, now, Darren, I don't want to get negative at all because this is your moment, You're, you, and you deserve it. But really quick, with the whole weight thing. Now, Dana, Dana White is usually the the worst when it comes to that, in a sense where he has zero tolerance. patience for that tolerance. That's right; he has no tolerance for it. Yet, he said he isn't concerned about your ability to make one seventy pounds going forward. That you had a very va- valid reason for missing this time. And I really respect, Darren, let me just tell you, I really respect that when they brought this up to you in the post-fight press conference that you kind of just said, listen, you know what? There is no excuse. And I respect that. Do you want to shed light on anything else with that? If you don't, I understand. But if you do, I mean, I I just found it interesting that Dana really had some, you know, had that view on it. Yeah, no, Dana knows, Dana knows uh, what happened, obviously, I know, and people know it was like a personal problem and that, but, uh, it was just the, me. Wake up was the same as 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 my last fight. I made one seventy in my last fight. I was everything was going well, and you know I got I got a call. You know as I was about to start weight cutting midway, and and and, and I had to, to to go to go and sort something out. Uh, you know with one of my family, and it just sort of distracted me weight cut a bit, and I wasn't able to make weight. So you know again, that's that's all. You know that happened, but. Mm. It's not like I'm saying this is why I didn't make weight. I didn't make weight because of me. It is my fault. It's not my coach's fault or or Stephen Wonderboy Thompson's fault. It's my fault, and it's it's a bad thing. It shouldn't happen. But as you said, it's not about you talking to me about negativity. 
it's adversity, good or bad. So what you're saying is people only want to address the positives in, in, in all of life. There's always positive and negatives, and this is my negative, and I have to face this. I can't just say, no, let's focus on the positive that I beat Stephen Thompson. No, well, let's focus, let's focus on the negative as well because I didn't make fucking weight, and I didn't make weight. So it's my fault. It's no one else's fault. It's not my family member's fault or, or because of this, that. I didn't make weight. End of story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. I respect that, dude. I had to ask. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I also feel like with, with, the, with the, if I can say this, the way that you've carried yourself um, about this, I think that's why people have the confidence to understand. Like A lot of people do make um, excuses, and a lot of people do try to brush over it like it's nothing and because you haven't done that Darren I think that's why people have got the understanding and respect that you know things do happen like you said so I don't think there'll be I think I can uh, understand where Dana's coming from you know yeah I'm just I'm a realist as well and, and listen you know you know most of these people who are talking that they don't have a weight cut like I have like I I still cut I still tried my hardest to make weight and yeah. I cut so much weight like people don't understand what we go through to cut weight and I know it's our job to make weight but I wish some of these normal fucking people who haven't got an absolute clue about anything could just have one moment to just see what it's like to cut weight and, and have someone tell you that you can't have a drop of water or you yeah. can't have a piece of chicken, you know what I mean? So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd love them to experience that, but at the end of the day, they don't because they don't do what we do and it's our job to make weight. So again, you know, you still come out at the, the, the bad end of the stick because your job is to make that weight. Yeah. Well, Darren, listen, if you had one name the fight. I believe you did you say Kamara Usman after that? Is that the guy you want next? Yeah, I said Kamara. I I, I even said to uh, Mick Maynard if Stephen wants to go. I know that Stephen Stephen uh, Thompson's dad I don't think he likes me much because of uh, I think I put a meme out there saying that that he still wasn't gonna let him fight. So I d I don't really get good vibes from Stephen's dad. No hard feelings, but I yeah. don't think he likes me. So I said to Mick if if if, if he wants to go to, to his own town and, and, and me fight there that, that that's no problem with me. Like, I, do you know what I mean? We can do that. I've said Kamara's name. I, I was meant to fight Masvidal in, in this fight. I've said his name. Oh, you know, what I, mean? I, I, I want to stay away from RDA, Colby, Woodley for now because I want to let them sort of see what's happening. There can't just be an interim and a title fight when the champion's ready to fight. So we need to see what's going on with them. You know what I mean? So we'll see. Well, listen, man, all I know is I can't wait to watch you fight again. Um, I enjoy all your fights, buddy. And there's so many good matchups, man. I just, oh, the names you're yeah. saying, there's so many other guys in that division that your style, I feel, would match up really well with. And uh, I'm excited for the future, man. Congrats. And thanks for hanging out Thank with you. us, man. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you very much. Mike. I appreciate your time. Yeah. Nice all right, one. Darren Till. Thanks, buddy. Um, Take care, man. Take care. Bye, Mike. Take care. I'll tell you, man, that Darren Till, he's got quite the future in ahead of him, no? Yeah. I mean, he's got the world by the knots, Jamie English. He, he carries himself really, really well. He's got that something about him, man. Yeah. I, you know what I like in this close fight, too? He One, he was enjoying it. You could tell that between rounds. Yeah. And after every round, he had positive body language yeah he'd put it even if it's a close round i'm like man i think that goes to why is he putting his he looks so confident and so he like maybe it's because he's never lost yet i don't know i mean that's part of it yeah but what, sure. the, the his his ability his confidence the way he carries himself the way he doesn't make excuses how old is he he's 25, 25. and i was oh, gonna say 25 it's, it's similar to Ke the way kevin lee i feel like handles his so, you know. why do i feel more immature the second i find that he's 25 <laughs> 
because maybe we are. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. All right, listen, I, I can't wait to watch him. Hendricks uh, Guzman would be very, very interesting. Yeah. I want to see how he – I love that he's saying about the feints. Because a lot I of guys do, yeah, don't, yeah. you know, well, it's, it's like very smart, you know. Like that's why I was, I was gonna say just before you. Did uh, I cut you off? Sorry, no, it's all son good. of a bitch! <laughs> I thought you were done. That's never happened. I can't. Huh? Um, I'm not no, saying another word. You're carrying uh, this whole fucking oh, thing. No, I'm gonna be. You better get a, a halls or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I was gonna say one of the the things personally that I take from Darren and um, the culture of where I'm from is that kind of mentality where, you know. How can I say it? Like without, you know, the culture of where I'm from is is significant, and it's you know it's not unique in in the sense of like there's many d- difficult places to grow up. Yeah. Um, and Liverpool is a, a fantastic city, and it's changed in the last decade. There's a lot of money placed in there, and it's a very different looking city. And like it's, Harlem it, over here. You know, it's it's come they're up. Changing. It's nice. You guys are like what? <laughs> no, seriously, they're <laughs> yeah. changing no, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, of course, yeah. And but the thing is, is for me, and I've been away for a while. The character has never changed, and those people who come up there like in perhaps for Connor over on the other side because Dublin and Liverpool yeah. very similar cities um, like the, when you come up the way people come up and you earn something you really do earn it and I feel like that is very evident in Darren like I don't think he's arrogant and I don't no. think he's um, I don't think he's bloated I think he understands I think he knows what he's got I think he knows he's earned it and I don't think he, he's in a rush to get somewhere I think he knows he's going to measure himself and in doing that fight with Wonderboy He's, he's given himself a barometer there, and I think that's very, very, very smart. And I think it comes from the mixture of the talent that he has and the fact that he has that cultural background where he's measured and he knows the value of things, you know? I felt like I was hanging out with a couple of Beatles or some shit, man. I loved you guys talking to each other. I was yeah. like, where's Ringo? I just felt like it was so crazy, <laughs> right? Yeah. The fucking Beatles. Oh, shit, man. I should have asked them about his song. Sweet Caroline. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. What a great song. What the hell's the matter with me? I ask about his tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> My wife wanted to know. She's pretty. Right? I don't know. Yeah, he said in the post fight that the song, he knew that the whole crowd would get into it and he just wanted everybody to get into that um, mindset of, of ch- you know, chanting along and like yeah. all everybody being involved. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up. An epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points back-to-back essentially close out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph in a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. 
You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. Listen, did you see any movies lately? Mm, no? Uh, yeah. Did yeah. you, what'd you I see? Did. What did I see? Uh, I saw Deadpool 2. All right, don't say a word. We're doing a, we're doing a, we're doing a movie minute at the end of this, all right? Sweet. Wait, hold on. Did you see the first one, by the way? Yeah. All right, we're talking later. Oh. Let's talk about some movies, Chris, the producer. Uh, what? No, fuck. Some fights. <laughs> no, <laughs> let's talk about some fights. Put, the, put them on there, the main card, huh? Yeah. <coughs> Anything you want to mention with the... Uh... <coughs> Excuse me. Is my cough button wor- working or not? Yes, it is. It is? Let me see. Do, do it. Let me see. <coughs> yeah, it worked. Okay, everybody. Um, let's talk about Darren Stewart versus uh, Eric Spicely. Yep. I got that one wrong. Yeah, you. Uh, we all did. We all had Spicely. Uh, Jim had. Darren got very emotional. Yes, he did. You know. Yep. Uh, Jim had Spicely by second round submission. You had Spicely by first round sub, and so did I. Um, and Bobby Kelly actually had this fight going to a draw. Yeah. He was doing the, the that, picks for you. Did he? Yeah. So he took. You don't got to say his fight. picks. Yeah. No, I think. I'm only kidding. You can. Uh, Darren, let me tell you. Very emotional guy. Very much so. <laughs> kind of yeah, you're very carried Listen, away there, yeah. You know? I was going to do that Tom Hanks thing where I was going to be like, there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> this is my Tom Hanks. <laughs> there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> That's Does that sound like Tom Hanks? It sounds like you sounds doing like Tom shit, Hanks. <laughs> I can't do impersonations, you know? But Darren, I heard right before that, he said not up in here. He fucking, what was that? He looked awesome. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He was ferocious. Yeah. If he was the underdog, he didn't get that memo. No. He didn't get that memo. Yeah, he came to fight. You understand? Yeah, Spicely couldn't get the takedown early, and then that was, that I was mean, it. Tell yeah. me about Darren Stewart's record now uh, in the UFC, because the world wants... I, I, it's not that I... I want to know. The world wants to know. By the way, Jamie, are we going to go get something to eat after this or no? What are you yeah. doing? You yeah. got something going on? Yeah. Are me. you going back to Henzo's after this? Henzo Gracie Academy in New York? Yeah, I live there. Yeah. Are you going back there? Yeah. Maybe I'll stop in. Ooh. Is Henzo there today? Uh, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> no, I guess we're at the airport. I don't know what's going on. He's back. I think he's back. Is he back? I is he there back. today? I mean, I can. Text I'm gonna him. stop in. All right, go ahead. Uh, that was Darren Stewart's first UFC win. So he's won three and one no contest. He had a win originally, but it was overturned Wait. because of an inadvertent headbutt. He's, he's won. Three and one no contest. That was the only one. Win. Wait, I'm confused. He only has one win in the UFC. Oh, he, but, yeah, you said in the UFC. Oh, that's his only. Wait, how many fights does he have in the UFC? He has four. I thought you said his, it was his first. Oh, it's his first win. His first win. His first fight, he won by knockout or TKO, but it was overturned because of an inadvertent headbutt. So he. All right. So that was a no contest. All right. Huh. So yeah. then give me the other ones. And then he has losses to Francimar Bajos, Carl Roberson, and Julia Marquez. And this was his first official win over. Uh, well, maybe I wonder why I, I picked Spicely. Well, yeah. he got so emotional at the end. It's probably a big, ah, dude, big break. Listen, for him. I know, yeah, for I know sure. what it's like to come back after a couple losses. Yeah. And I, pr- I should have done the same thing. I should have went on my knees and started crying. But I did not. He, listen, I give the guy respect. The guy yeah. did good. I'm not goofing on him. I'm just having a good. Can I have a good time? Does that make me a prick? 
Jamie? No, no. Thanks, Jamie. Um, what can be the next fight? Congrats, Darren Stewart. Well done, mate. And Spicely, you'll be back, man. I enjoy watching you. Yeah, that was the performance of the night. By the way, we'll just say quick, um, Tom Breeze knocked out Daniel Kelly, who's one of Jim Norton's favorite fighters. Uh, Daniel Kelly? Uh, yeah. I like Daniel Kelly, That too. was also a performance of the night for uh, Tom Breeze, just to put that out there. Tom made that look like a breeze. No, very good. All right. All right. Uh, then we have... Uh, I'm sorry. That was, I deserve <laughs> that, though. I do deserve that. Uh, I like this. Oh, Give me it. Yeah, Claudio was, Silva? Yeah, versus Nordine Taleb, which we didn't pick because... Why did we pick that? It was not originally on the main card. A fight got oh, taken sure off the main card. This got I enjoyed this fight. I enjoyed this fight! I fucking enjoyed it! Shame Jamie, look at me! I enjoyed it! Did you like it? Jamie. Tell me what you think. Let me tell you. I First of all, Taleb, he didn't... What's Taleb's record? Uh, let's check. I didn't want to be a lot dead of air, so I'm doing that. Yeah. What is he? He's 14 and 5. Can we please get his UFC thing. record? Yeah, it's hard to... I gotta count them all. Yeah, well, this is the problem when I want a record. I don't mean to yell. He is... But uh, I just like when energy. I was when you're the Hall of Famer. Oh, listen, let me tell you bro. something. I feel so good after my morning... He's 6 and 3 in the UFC. He's 6 and 3. Wow, he's fought that many times in the UFC. That's a lot. Well, listen, he is that he's an athletic, an athletic guy. Like he looks like one of those guys that's kind of, he could shrug off some of these jujitsu players because he's got that like athleticism. But let me tell you, Claudio, I was impressed, man. I love that. He was all over him. Once he got that takedown, he was just boom, 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 back take, back take. Mm Mm-hmm. It was beautiful man it was a thing of beauty it really was yeah. i love I, I i love some smooth smooth timing yep you understand yep and he had been out for uh, years i think oh. claudio Silva. he hadn't fought oh that's right yeah, yeah. He well, i'm happy he's back claudio congrats yeah uh that was impressive get his instagram i want to follow him okay all right what <laughs> else we got good job claudio uh well, then we, we have uh jason knight versus maquan americani which was a fun fight interesting fight yeah yeah interesting yeah um americani what is his grappling background because he's very good on the floor yeah that i mean that is his strong suit i don't know if he's sticking a, his tongue out and stuff gotta be careful man you don't get your fuck i did that before in a fight too but you gotta be careful you don't get hit in the night you bite your tongue and shit yeah. yeah he has an amateur wrestling background greco-roman freestyle wrestling and uh okay. he trains at sbg with uh, t- uh john cavanaugh i think my aljo was just over there. he was yeah i saw his uh his instagram that's nice that's nice that yep. they let him over they allow him over there and Aljo's a good dude. I'm sure you got some good work over there. Um, but let's talk about this fight. I like Jason Knight. I do. I think he's scrappy, but I think he's got such a good, dangerous guard that sometimes he'll accept the takedown because he's so... I like him down there, first of all. Yeah. But, you know, uh, uh, Americani, Americani... I said it right? Yeah. Americani. Americani. Uh, I feel he was able to just to neutralize that, yep. that, you know, enough yes. just to stop, shut it down. So he just so he's constantly just on top, yeah. getting out of stuff where other guys probably wouldn't or couldn't. Right. But he's relying so much on his rubber guard, on his on his just his, he's got really good recovery skills. I listen. I like I like Jason Knight. I thought it was a fun fight, but uh, I think that was a just decision. I think I think I believe it was two rounds to one from what I was watching. Yeah. You know anything different? What do you want to add on that? 
No, I enjoyed huh? it. it was smooth, like you said. It was good. It was, I thought they were Who's well louder, matched. me or you? I thought they were well matched. You know what I mean? And it made for an interesting fight. You're louder. What? <laughs> Yell at me. Uh, <laughs> for our picks there, uh, Jim, me and Jim both had uh, Makwan Americani by decision, and you had Jason Knight by decision. But hey, I, I, I shared a locker room with the guy. Did you? I like, oh, with Jason Knight? Oh, oh yeah, we that's, right, that's right. I like Jason Knight, man. Yeah. All his guys are like, hey there. They remind me of like, not not in a bad way, like deliverance, like kind of like they have that redneck kind of thing going. But they're good guys, very nice guys. I like his I like his crew, Jason Knight. I want to see him again. But good job, man. I, that other kid was good. A little awkward with the whole calling Jimmy Manawa. They had like they had like a he goes, oh it's Jimmy Manawa. Oh, you had a story. You had your cross out in the Middle East. That oh, was crazy. I'm like, what the fuck? There was a story that was like a private story. It's like one of those where you had to be there. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of brought it up in there, but he was happy. Yeah, yeah. He looked like a nice guy. Yeah, yeah he good. called out his friend Jimmy to say hello. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, this is uh, this comeback of the year, right? Oh god! Yeah, uh, wow. Jesus. Arnold Allen and uh, Mads Burnell. Mads Burnell. I I like his style, man. Very good. He was reminding me of like a his bobbing and weaving yes. makes it I really like because you don't know whether he's gonna come up with some strikes off those bobbing weaves with that head movement. Right. Or he has a beautiful transition into the takedowns yes. that he was using so well. He was really putting this stuff together so nice and fluent. Yeah. No? Bit, yeah, married the, it was uh, really good. Yeah, it's like it reminds you of what Darren was saying about the fakes and stuff. Like if you pull away from yeah. the punch, yeah. you don't know if he's going to come back with another punch, move off, or actually shoot. And this good. is another thing where these both guys, if, I'm, if I remember correctly, they're both 24 years old. And Arnold Allen, he's got a superhero name, <laughs> Arnold Allen. But he, I, I, he was in the fight the whole time. I know he was losing, yeah. but he was a game kid, yeah. and he was still trying. I mean, he was trying oh, yeah. where... Something could have, well, he did turn it around. Yeah. But he never got mentally out of that fight, and that showed me a lot. Yes. Tough kid. Yeah. Where's he, what, can you give me some stats on these guys? Because the was world he, wants to know. Was he with TriStar? Was he with, uh, yeah, I think Faraz is in his Faraz corner. Faraz in his see. corner, yeah. Yeah. Because um, he went over to Canada. He's from England, I believe, and he went over to Canada. Young. I think the mustache makes him look a little older. Yeah, um, he's got a ferocious mustache. I think he yes, does. He, def does. Yeah. he definitely has a Ron Burgundy going on. Oh there. my word! Right? Yeah, I um, think that may have given him an edge. Actually, how many fights does he have? Arnold, we're talking about. Uh, he has yeah. one, two, four fights in the UFC. Four yeah. fights in the UFC. Yeah. And what does Mads uh, Mads uh, Burnell have? He is now one and two in the UFC. He, uh, you know what? He's he good though. I thought Arnold yeah. did well getting up too. He, huh? he, he seemed to get up yeah, no, from, the, was, from listen, the bottom quite well a couple of times. I noticed. Damn, man, he, he was he was putting that together so nice. Yeah, you know, he was definitely. He must be super disappointed because he was he was going to yeah, go I mean, away with a beautiful front days. choke though. That was fantastic. You know, that was so tight. I was like, I oh, think God. that he was getting yeah. those takedowns so smooth and and I'm, I'm saying when I say easy, he was timing it so well that it made it look easy. Yes, that he stayed there just a little too long, a little too confident. And look at those maybe. lanky arms, yeah. right? You know? And that's how he lost. Uh, he lost his first fight in the UFC against M Michelle Prezeris. The you know, I mean, he's very, very strong, but like a smaller guy. But he yeah. lost by submission also. So and maybe that's first of all, you're fighting a guy named Michelle. You better fucking train. <laughs> yeah, that dude's been rough since the coming a boy, out. A boy named Sue. Yeah. <laughs> boy named Michelle. Uh, we all had Arnold Allen. Uh, Jim had second round knockout. You had decision. I had decision. And we almost. Went the other way on that, but yeah, there's a mission. There That's great. Hey, what are you gonna do? Yep. You know, listen to me. Sometimes shit happens. I can't wait to do a movie minute later on. Oh, I'm so it's, excited. It's, it's so much fun. Deadpool. Oh, oh my goodness. And I gotta tell you a story about that. Oh, I like it. 
I'm going to keep everybody, all the UFC unfiltered uh, audience. I don't say army because they, they go, they boo me when I say that. Oh. You know, I go, you know, hey, UFC unfiltered army. And they're like, ah, you suck. <laughs> it sounds weird. But, you know, there is a good audience here. Yeah. They are, Jamie. Jamie English. Are you getting any positive feedback? I always get people are very, oh, very bullshit kind me, to Jamie me. English. They are, very kind I know you're too long. I think pr- probably because they can't understand all of the thing I'm saying. Right. So like, yeah, understand. you must be saying you? something good, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, Neil Magny versus Craig White. Yeah. Oh, yeah wow. Neil, first of all, I I like Neil Magny. I like I like his attitude. I think he's just a hardworking dude that just always comes to fight. And he's kind of a guy that people overlook. I mean, I, they're not overlook. But I don't feel like that's another guy. I don't, they don't talk about enough. Maybe like, oh well, Maya choked him or something. Like Maya can make some some guys that are just killing everybody look right. Like you know what I mean? Just because yeah. that style. He's like an anaconda. He just yeah. just shuts everything down. So. But like when you see like maybe his fight with uh, Carlos Condit recently, yeah. People were saying a lot. Well, maybe Carlos was rusty, but I think a lot of it's because he's fighting Neil Magny. Right. I mean, this other kid, Craig White, looked like a, he was a tough kid coming off a fight, uh, uh, winning streak. He was getting ready for a title in a, another organization. Yes. So he was in shape. He took you know? it on short notice. Took right? it on short notice with yeah. like a champ, and yeah. he'll be. We'll see him again. Oh, for sure. You know, because yeah. that you know they 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 respect that when yeah. guys step up. Yep. But. Phew, Welcome to the big leagues. Neil Magny's like, hey, and he did. Let it, me he, introduce you to the octagon, and he did it in a very. Uh, I felt like confident, respectful way. Like once the fight was done, he wasn't overly, ce- you know, celebrating. He was just well. He thanked him. Yeah, he calmly measured what he did and walked off. I thought that was really Neil yeah, was getting ready to fight. Who's? Uh, well, listen, he was getting ready was to fight, fight Gunnar Nelson. Nelson. Right. So yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, he yeah, must yeah, have yeah. been, and he looked in phenomenal shape. Yeah. yeah, and he was on. He looked. I mean, he just. Dri- I mean, it was like he drilled him when yeah. he got yeah. him down. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, there's no way. I mean, I'm like, it was going to be almost a second where I'm like, this might be going, teams might be taking too many. Right. But very accurate, yes. ferocious. Yeah. I mean, you don't know if it's a level thing because this guy took it on short notice, but right. hey, man, and there's that first time jitters and this and that. But you can't say enough about Neil Magny. No, it was I good. Think he looked, I think he looked phenomenal. I did, yeah. He looked like he was in the right place. I, you know? I, I thought that he did well. I wonder what's next for him now. What is he, he ranked he, now? He called out uh, Kamaru Usman also. Which could make sense. Yeah, yeah. I get so. There's so many good matchups out there. Yeah, you know. I feel like it, it ties into what I was saying with Darren before about the, the skills. You know, like like now, and I also appreciate the way uh, Darren said about other countries being. You know, it's like it's true, and I think it's a uh, it's a credit to the likes of the UFC and the promotion of like what we do all over the world to oh, find yeah. that like you know what anybody anywhere now can be up there at any time because I think the level is getting better. I think we're better at teaching jiu-jitsu. I think we understand it better. I think that the information is much more, you know, available and not just available, but good information, smart information. Like people aren't making the same mistakes anymore that like it's a, it's a closer, it's a closer matchup. I think the, the, the fight fans are getting to see the very best of, of what's available right Word. now. Because, Word. Because people are just better at what they do. They just are. Everything evolves, right, Jamie? Yeah, it should, you know, hopefully. And I think this is this is for sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. By the way, so Jim had Magny by decision. You had Magny first round knockout. Good call, Matt. Thank Sarah. you. Thank you and very much. And I, I had uh, Craig White first round submission because I figured you always see that. A guy comes in. No, yeah, I understand why you, for, I I understand know, you why boo you, me. Man. No, no, why would I boo you? <laughs> Jamie, don't don't press that. Don't, <laughs> you don't, you're a guest here. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, this is your home. This is your home. Thanks, mate. You know? Yeah. Well, 
like you, it's like well, it's like you're good friends home. Yeah. So yeah. like you, I want you to feel comfortable here. Like when you're at a friend's house, you can take your shoes off and shit. Yeah. And just like take a nap. Are you allowed to fart? Like. You can fart. Oh, okay, good. Sure. So, all right, listen. Give me. We already talked about the main event a lot. Yeah, we I mean? all had Wonder Boy, me and you by decision. Jim yeah. had fourth round knockout. Obviously, it went uh, Darren Till's way, but a yeah. very close fight. Well, listen, I I can't say enough about Wonder Boy. I think his stock does not go down. Not no. at all. And it, what I was saying earlier was like when I thought I was crazy when I was watching. I'm like, well, maybe I'm just off. And then I heard like the post fight, and everybody kind of saying what I was saying. I'm like, all right, maybe I'm not fucking crazy. Because uh, at first I'm like, oh man, maybe I'm just really calling this fucking bias. And then I heard everybody afterwards. But Jamie English, you did shed some nice light on why people should be looking at this fight again. Jamie English. Well, all of Liverpool that. should be like, you know what? That fucking Jamie English, he doesn't forget where he comes from. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jamie? Yeah. Jamie? Yeah. Jamie. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, <laughs> give us some, before I talk about some movies, yeah. give us some UFC gossip. Man. Yeah, What's well, up? A, co- a couple of things, and there's yes. big news, is that Michael Bisping, former middleweight champion, announced yeah, uh, yesterday he's going to retire. Uh, well, let me tell you, I, I just hung out with Michael Bisping recently a little bit. We were doing a, that video game Playing thing. Playing that game thing together, Vegas. yeah. Yeah, for the EA video game. Him and Wyman were having fun banter and stuff. It was great. I Listen, I've always been a fan of Michael Bisping. I... I'm one of the few guys, one of the, I'm not saying the few guys, a lot of guys personally don't either get along with him or like him. I'm not going to say a lot, but a shit, a lot, I guess maybe a lot, I don't know. I always did. From the second I met him, I we always got along. And we never ever had a problem whether I'd see him out or wherever I'd see him. And I, there's, I'd always enjoy his fights. There's never a boring Michael Bisping fight. He's always fighting. He's always... He, he believes in himself. He's a hard worker. Uh, he talks shit, but he backs it up. If he loses, ah, fuck it. You know, I was there when he lost Luke Rockhold. I was there when he beat Luke Rockhold. Right. And the t- one of the things I respect the most about Michael Bisping is the fact that he took that rematch to, for that for that title shot versus Luke Rockhold because the first fight did not go his way. Yeah. And it was almost, uh, Luke, Luke did it. I'm not going to say easy, but he had a really good night, uh, a, a really good night in the octagon that yeah. first fight. You know what I mean yes. with uh, with uh, Michael Bisping. So for him to take that rematch on short notice for the title, five round fight, and a fight that he got finished in, yeah, that he got just beat handedly, and then to go and stop that dude, it, it pff, I, I mean that it alone, speak, yeah, and it listen, speaks, it speaks volumes about him, is, and also so does his record. Whenever he was, whenever he was beaten, it was always by a top tier guy, top five. Yeah. And then, if you look at his record, whenever he got beat, it was always by a top top guy. And then he went on a friggin' winning streak. Yeah. He just smashed everyone he put in front of him until he got back into contention. And I, fe- and one of the things I've admired and I feel is very worthy of people should res- appreciate is that he never ever ever give up. He always would be like, yeah. you get beat maybe by the, the some of the best guys. Beat everyone else he put in front of him. Get back in there. Maybe get beat. Get back in there. He was always yeah. a guy and who believed in himself, yeah. and I really appreciate that. And some of those fights could have easily went the other way that he I've, lost. Absolutely. You know what I mean? There yeah, were some yeah. decisions where I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, I don't know yeah. about that. Yeah. So, hey, man, much respect to the former champ, Michael Bisping. He, listen, he, 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 he got that strap. 
rightfully, he has a rightfully great so. career. Rightfully so. We have a lot in common. He won that. We both won the Ultimate Fighter. We both yeah. had yeah. upsets. I mean, yeah, yeah you know. I, and I want to see what's next for him. Yeah. He he does great doing what we're doing here. He has a podcast. Believe you me, yes. I believe it's called. That's right. Yeah, he does that with Louis J C- Gomez. Louis yeah. J Gomez, not Louis C K. <laughs> the fuck? I knew there was initial name. I know Louis Gomez. Yeah. Uh, Louis J. Gomez. Yeah, he doesn't L- like me. L- Louis J. Louis J. Gomez. J. Gomez. Go, yeah. But they got a good thing going. Yep. They got a good chemistry. Uh, kind of like me and you, Jamie English. Oh, yeah. You're the yin to my yang. <laughs> now you sing back, go, oh, I'm your yang to your yang. I'm not going to do that. Well, come on, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. Don't do that, Jamie. I was testing you. If you would have done that, we would have kicked you to fucking. Don't sing with me. Don't oh, do, that. Uh, do that. Can I just read a couple of Why? stats that I wrote down about Bisping as he, as he retires? You do that. I think so, he, so he retires with the second most octagon time in UFC history six hours, five minutes, and 33 seconds. That's what are you behind. trying to say? He can't finish the fight? What's well, your problem? It's behind Frankie, Frankie Edgar, Edgar. Oh, six okay. hours, 47 yeah. minutes and 30, uh, 33 yeah. seconds. He has the most bouts with 24, wins with 16, and strikes landed 1,350 in UFC middleweight history. Yeah. And he's also tied with Jim Miller for the most bouts in UFC history, period, 29. 29 yeah. And he's tied with GSP yeah. and Cowboy Cerrone for the most wins with 20. So, That's awesome. Let me tell yeah, you what he's a, a legend. I mean, you think about he gets the Weidman applause. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> That's what he, he gets as he should say. When you think about those kind of, I mean, if you if you envisioned your career in the in in any endeavor you would want those kind of results oh, would, uh, yeah. that's that's something you can really talk about with with pride he's fought everybody uh win lose or draw and he's he's never shied the, for me he never shied away from anything so i give him massive props and, and he was he, a champion you know and what he has going for him now is the fact that he's doing he's doing the acting a lot yeah i know he enjoys that and then he's also like i said he's doing that podcast and he has another radio show over at sirius with uh Louis J. Gomez. Awesome. I got that right. Yeah. And so he's, you know, and he said that's picking up and that's getting fans and this and that. So he's going to come in here sooner or later because I talked to him the other day. I go, dude, when you're in New York doing your thing, I'll jump on your show. You jump on mine. Oh, great. And then oh, yeah. he said, yeah, mate. He didn't say that. I'm just hearing, I'm hearing a lot of the mate lately. With a lot the of mates I don't think he says that. that, does he? Yeah, probably Where's slips he out from now, exactly. I think he's from just outside Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. You know, I think, I think he's from Manchester. A, yeah, he used to be yeah. a DJ and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I think he was a famous. DJ, like yeah, he was yeah. really good in his town or some yeah, shit. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm not making that shit up. I no, heard that. That's good. Yeah, he's a cool motherfucker. He does. And he's a good family, and not for nothing. Husband and fathers. He looks like he has great kids and yep. everything. Yeah, yeah, good for you, family Michael Bisping. Yeah, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for that guy. Me too. You know, because a lot of guys they stick around too long. It's I know it's hard to walk away, and it must have been harder than he's probably even letting on. Yeah, of course. But he it he did leave on his because I know he's he always wants to see if I could do that one more, do that one more. You know, and then it's hard to just say, you know what, screw it. Yeah, if you I'm can done. leave, if you can leave on your own terms, I think you're always going to be happy with that. You know, what's on your shirt? It's a fucking monkey with a ray gun. <laughs> what's the matter with you? They say I'm weird, huh? <laughs> Listen, what are you doing with that? What the trying, fuck is that? Trying to out weird you, mate? Yeah. That is weird. <laughs> you know? Yeah. All right. Listen. Uh, any other? What's going on with Nick Diaz? Yeah, so Nick yeah, right? Diaz, well, he was arrested following an alleged domestic violence incident in Las Vegas, uh, charged with felony domestic battery by strangulation. Oh my God. Now, what as, does that mean exactly? I mean, a choke of some kind, and then as well as misdemeanor domestic battery for the alleged incident. The UFC released a statement, said they're aware of it. They're looking into it, you know, independently from whatever kind of police investigation. So we can't going even on, comment on that. We don't even know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, it's no. just you know, kind of remains to be seen what happened. Yeah, right. there, so yeah. it's well, all... there's several sides. Hopefully, he'll be all right. Yeah. 
You know, I like those Diaz brothers. Well, anything else before I get into my movie, uh, the minute and a half? Yeah, why don't we just say this, because we'll save some uh, some news for uh, for Thursday's show, but let the UFC and ESPN have agreed. Oh, wait, let's talk about that really. Oh, yeah, 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 that's yeah. a that's a big deal. We could talk to Dana when he calls in uh, next week about it, but the uh, it's a five-year deal in 2019. Everything the UFC does is going to ESPN. So there'll be uh, 30 UFC fight night events per year, 10 main cards on the TV networks. 20 will be on the streaming service ESPN Plus, and then there'll be prelim bouts for the 12 pay per For how many well. years are they doing it? Five years. Five years. It's so yeah. interesting. You know what that means to me? I just got to get the channels down. <laughs> like when they, they, when they right. switched over to Fox from Spike or whatever it was back in the day, yeah. I'll be like, all right, uh, okay, this is a uh, 583 on this, and this is. I just have to get the. <laughs> once I get that down, it's not there. It don't mean that much. I mean, I'm happy. It's a great deal, I heard, and this and that. You know, I'm go team. I'm with the UFC here. Yeah. But uh, so I heard it's a phenomenal deal. Yes. But uh, on my on a personal note, I just gotta get the channels down because I don't <laughs> watch sports. Yeah. ESPN's all about sports. Yeah. The only thing I watch is fighting. You know what I'm saying? I do. Ah, I love it. You got to think this is going to help. I mean, and you know, Dana talked about it a little bit over the weekend that Ow. you know people are you, you, there's always people that are going to be critical or whatever. And he's like, "You're crazy if you think this doesn't help grow the sport. It has yeah, to. I mean, course, it's just going to yeah. open up to so many more fans." Yeah. I think. What else you got? Uh, I mean, that's I know you're itching to do a movie minute. If you, well, I mean, listen, I, I think it's about time we could talk about that for a second or two. Sure. Ready? Yeah. Hit it. Oh well, you cut. Right, oh, here we go. All right, here man. we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. That's me. And this is my good friend, Jamie English. I'm making like it's like a separate show. I kind of like make it like it's a separate thing. <laughs> so, Jamie, 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 you, we both seen. Now, let me tell you about, I've seen it twice. Now, this is the thing. I have to tell, I had to tell my wife after the fact. Now, a lot of people, when anybody went to Vegas, now, this is funny. Because guys go to Vegas, they do all sorts of uh, deviant shit. All right. Want to you know how square I am? Not literally. Don't look at my body like that. I'm, I'm, I know I'm stocky. You don't look. I didn't mean literally square. Okay. Okay. But this is it, Jamie. So I was. We were out there. Me and me and uh and Chris Wyman were at the uh, the Red Rock. All right. The Red Rock. Why are you bored already with my story, Jamie? <laughs> Sip your fucking coffee. I'm telling you my story, and you look bored. I go. I'm listening. Really listening. Is it just my face? Oh, it's just your face. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen to me. Uh, so anyway. So I, it was just my 11-year wedding anniversary. Oh, hey. congratulations. So yeah, no, I mean, I'm married. Well, you're right. All right, everybody. It's not, that's a husband and a father. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, quiet like down. Everybody quiet down. So, you know, my wife's like, hey, listen, you know, I was traveling a lot. She goes, hey, we'll go to, me and my, listen, I'm as simple as the day is long. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's a saying, but I'm not exactly a big frills guy. Like I don't need like a lot of shit. In other words, you know what me and my wife like to do? We go out to get something to eat, and then we go see a movie, and it's kind of that's it. I don't need to go out, and you know, sometimes now with the movies they actually have drinks there if you yeah, want. Yeah. Oh yeah, but a lot of times we'll get a couple of drinks during the uh, during the uh, dinner. Right. Well, my wife does, not me. No, not you. I, I I I have different things i like to do i'm sure yeah. so but my wife will have a couple of drinks maybe like a like an hour or a sour this is boring but let me get to the point mm-hmm. listen it's <laughs> not funny <laughs> so listen so this is my night so anyway so that's what we like to do so we're like listen we, after you get back from your video game thing before that i was in puerto rico i was still you had a crazy week yeah 
so so she goes, when you come back, we'll go see Deadpool too. She was excited about that. Now, yeah. it's a blessing and a curse when your other when your other half is into the same shit that you're into. Yeah. Because usually girls are like, oh, a comic book movie. All right, go with the boys. It's okay. But I'm into that, and my wife is into it, which is cool. You, but you couldn't wait, could you? She, I know, I couldn't wait. I know. Now this is, I'm, I know, I know you're cutting right to the chase. It's, I, I don't blame you because this is what happens. My wife wanted when you come back, we'll go see Deadpool. So now I'm out with Chris Weidman. Now he's also a family man, and we're in Vegas. We get done shooting a thing. Now we're in Vegas. You understand me? Vegas. Look at me. We're in Vegas. Vegas There's options now. Vegas. Me and we and why we easily could be shooting fucking Hangover Four out there. We could be getting nuts. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> yeah. Waking, Waking up, up on a, on a fucking hotel tiger room. in our room. What the hell's going on? You know now? the sofa on fire. It could be a night <laughs> like that. But then I go, you know what? Let me take a little bit of medicine and let me fucking no. Let me just relax. And then let's go see Deadpool 2 because it's right here in the hotel. Red Rock's beautiful. I love the Red Rock Casino. It's like a resort. It's not on the strip. Okay? Uh, so then that's what we did. I go, but listen, Wyman, listen, whatever you do, don't tell my wife. Now we're in Vegas. I'm like, don't tell my wife <laughs> that we're going to see Deadpool. Just if you're, because he wanted to take a picture. Like, oh, do us with the popcorn. It's a, I go, listen, man, I, I can't let my wife, let's just say we saw Infinity War. So this is, how sad is it that I'm in Vegas lying about seeing a movie. I'm going to see a movie. Yeah. Fucking pussy I am. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so then we go. You know, nowadays when you go see a movie, you can't just go pick any seat. You know that. You got to pick your seats when you yeah, go yeah. there. So, we, so we're looking at that. Me and White. We're, no, you're picking the worst seats. And I go, dude, no. You, I don't want to be right next to people. Why are you putting us right next to somebody? Mm. And he goes, no. you No. He goes, let her pick. I, why do we want to let her pick? He goes, why? Are you, she's an expert because she works here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then the, lady, the girl's behind me. She's like, okay, I pick you a nice one. And So she picked a couple things. So then we go in there. And I go, I don't want to sit here. And he goes, I'll sit here. I go, all right, but these might be somebody else's seats. Ooh, so the, then we sit down. The now, the listen, I was going to tell you two to move. Right? That's, now, this is, this is where it's weird. I'm not that guy where I'm not comfortable making other people uncomfortable when I'm in the wrong. Because what if somebody comes up and, get, and it's all shitty with me because I'm in their seat and I got to get a move because I shouldn't be there. Right. You understand? Yeah, I, these, yeah. Listen, I know. I know listen. what you mean. So we're sitting and Wyman's not giving a fuck. We're sitting in these, some of these, I guess, seats and every time somebody come in, it's starting to get more crowded. So every time somebody comes in, I go, let's move. He goes, ah, you're paranoid. I, I, I might have been a little paranoid. I wonder why that is. I might have been. Is there any reason why? I yeah, might have been a little paranoid. Well, part of it's because I'm not in my right seat. Right. So I know I'm wrong. And then sure enough, so every time somebody come in, I'd go, is this your seat? And they'd, I'd, they'd walk over to us and then they'd walk. i go, oh, no, is this your seat? So they must think I'm a fucking weirdo. Like I want them to yeah. sit on my lap or something. So this <laughs> is just looking at me. He's like, what are you doing? I go, well, dude, we're not on seats. I go, let's go to our seats. He goes, no, nah, it's too late now. The, the previews are starting. So then sure enough, a guy and his girlfriend come over and they're looking. They come on, and they saw me and Chris. I swear the dude recognized. I, I'm not. I think the dude recognized us. Now I'm like, now we look like two dicks, man. We're in this guy and his girlfriend's seat. So I just get. I go, Chris, come on. I go. I go, dude, is this? And it was. It was their fucking seats. Like a couple of bullies. What I, I I became what I hate the most. Oh God. The devil's uh, the devil's lettuce made me do it. The devil's lettuce. No, but anyway, so we got up, we moved. It's not a great story, but that's it. But that was weird though. Okay. So anyway, so we saw Deadpool too, and then I went home, and I seen it again with my wife. I, I listen. It was a white lie. It was a white lie that I went to the movie with Chris Wyman. Then I listen. I could be doing sick deviant shit instead. But I don't. You I were bullying I people out of their seats That's in a right. movie theater. You can't prove that, first of all. <laughs> but anyway, so listen, let's talk about it. Now you seen Deadpool? Did you see Dead the first Deadpool? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. How did you enjoy 
Deadpool 2. I loved it. I loved it too! Yes! Jamie! God damn it. That's a high 10 for people at home. I loved it too. It was a worthy sequel. Yes. From the beginning to that Dolly Parton track, go oh ahead, and he's got God. he's killing to the nine to five yeah. music. I thought I loved the characters. I loved jo- uh, Josh Brolin. Brilliant. Did I say that right? Yeah. Josh Brolin. That yeah. is an actor. Same one who played Thanos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved him as Cable. Brilliant. And I wasn't a huge Cable fan. I thought he was cool, but I was. But I loved his. I liked that he was blocking with that futuristic thing, and yeah. he had that little John Connor Terminator slash together. Like he was just. A very cool character. I yep. like and listen. I like the little chubby kid. Yeah, who was making jokes about no plus size superheroes. How he's like, damn, it but feels he... good to be a gangster. <laughs> he was a funny little chubby kid. Yeah, he was good. I love the special spoilers. I love the special appearance by the motherfucking juggernaut. Did you see? They did him right now. Yeah. Right. Yes. Did you see the juggernaut in that thing? Brilliant. I love. I, I love the humor in it. And first of all, let's talk about Domino. She deserves that. She does. She deserves that. She deserves that. Her superpowers being lucky, which was both. Brilliant. It was so great. The way the, 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 the action scenes, it was the, the, the comedy in it. Yeah. Which was so great. It was so. Brilliant. It was great. It was the music. I love the fucking music in it. It's great. It gets you amped up. It does. That third act. Brilliant. <laughs> it. Can I can I ask you this? So this Domino, I didn't see the movie, but so are all these yeah. other people that have powers? They who they, plays Domino? By the way, could you look that up? Because she deserves. Uh, it looks like Zazzy Beats is her name. Man, I Zazzy Beats. I loved her hair. I loved everything. She was, she was cute. She was. She was. She was her powers were awesome. Yeah. And it's funny, he makes a joke like, but you're super, he's so, he's the fourth wall him. thing is great. Yeah. When he's just like, and he's also just like, yo, your superpower is lucky. First of all, it's not a superpower. And it's the most uncinematic thing ever. Meanwhile, <laughs> when you see what the happened? action sequences with her, with her luck and how it plays, <laughs> it's just so, it's, it couldn't be more like pleasing to the eye. Yeah. yeah. You know? That was very well What done. a great sequel, man. Yeah. I like, just his little things with the X-Force. So he's always saying, he, he puts together the, uh, the X-Force group. Yeah. What, man, I am, I was, uh, a sequel's a tricky thing. Yeah. Especially coming off like, like a surprise hit the way Deadpool was. Yeah. They pulled it off. Zero piss breaks. I enjoyed mm-hmm. the hell out of it. Yeah. I saw it twice. And I'm going to go see it again. I'm going to take my father and my brother. Because oh. I, I like the movies. I like the movies. We do that. Then we go to Domenico's, get some eggplant rollatini. Brilliant. Perfect, right? You know what well, you're doing. Where do they get their powers? The, the domino, whatever. Do they get the powers the same way that he got his? No, no, no. no. They don't even thing. say okay. how they got the powers. Yeah, okay. He basically just put out an ad for a super duper group. Okay. And they have these. I love the way that. He's like, what am I, catfished? I love and the, the guy way. comes in with a picture that looks like nothing like him. The guy, <laughs> what's his name, Peter or something? Yeah. It was like, oh. he was like, so far he has no powers whatsoever I thought that was it, great I thought I, I can't say enough uh, people go see Deadpool 2 gotta see it it was good it yeah. was really good worthy I'm telling you I might like it better than the first one yeah and that's I mean yeah and I like Colossus I like the thing with the he was doing that almost like the scene from Say Anything ever see that movie yeah with John of course Cusack yeah, he's, he's holding the thing, thing. I loved yeah, it that was brilliant I loved it I loved it Deadpool 2 I know Phoenix saw it the other day too. Yeah. Right, we gotta give her a shout about about a shout out about that. I want to talk to her about that. Yeah. Uh, j- um. What else? I mean, I think uh, we're we, done. I we think covered everything, man. We yeah. had a good time. I love. No, that. Jamie, did you have a good time? I always have a good time. You couldn't even Thank look at me. Jamie, why are you looking at Krista producer when I asked if you had a good time? You don't. You didn't really have a good time. 
He gets jealous if I look at you too much. Do you want to go get something to eat? Yeah. I'm so hungry. And then let's go to Henzo's. I, I, let's go to Henzo's. Henzo, yeah. Mr. Henzo's. I'm going to text, text him see if he's going to be there too. You don't have to do it right now. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, but right. listen, Jamie, I say first we go across the street because it's so easy right now to do it like, like we did last time when you were here and go get that rigatoni a block away. Mm. It's so good. It's but we're not doing it. How do I look? Seriously. I'm flexing. Sexy. Don't say sexy. <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't looking for that as an answer. <laughs> I, I've been training though. Yeah. Yeah. You can see my training on MadSarahBJJ.com. No. What's it Matt called? Sarah, <laughs> at MadSarahBJJ. No. I put a little clip out of me and my buddy Zach rolling the other day. It was did, a you money come, clip. did you come on? I don't usually do that. But it, no, I didn't come on him. Oh. Matter of fact, I don't even think, we, I don't even know if we got any submissions. We just had a nice long roll. He's good. He's a brown belt of mine. That's awesome. My buddy Zach. There's some guys you just like to roll with. Yeah. And he has a wrestling background too. So he's got that wrestling base Yet he's he's skilled in his submissions, good off his back, and we had a night. And after being traveling for the last week up on planes back and forth, and I needed to get ringed out like a sponge. And damn, did that feel good! People, you don't got to train with me. You don't got to train with Jamie English, but train. Yeah, it's good for you. It's good you for your soul. A, it's good for your soul. Yeah. it's good for your ego. It makes you a better person, a more um, understanding person. It you got to channel that zen. Yep. You know who needs to start getting some zen in their life? Look, there's something wrong with my neck. I'm pointing to somebody over uh, Could you please train? Yeah. Okay, Chris, the sure. producer. Everybody, I want to thank... Jamie, what do you want to promote? Henzo Gracie Academy. Where is that? 224 West 30th Street. Dude, I love your accent. <laughs> Here in Manhattan, New York, New York. Yes, sir. If they want to get in touch with you, Jamie English, some people might be listening to this going, I want that mofo to hold pants for me. And they might say that. They might. It, they might not. They might say they might. They might want you to uh, put them through an MMA tra- uh, physical uh, fucking fitness test. No, a fucking an MMA personal training session. <laughs> I'm trying to sell you fucking Jamie. If people want to train with you, how do they get in touch with you, Jamie English? They should just go into the academy. Don't make it. Why would you? Uh, I'm trying to sell you. I'm Why do you got to make it difficult? I'm a very if they shy go person. The, Jamie, <laughs> if they go, I see what you're doing. You're making it almost difficult to get in touch with you. That way they go, I have to. Now it's so hard. I got to get in touch with them. So they'll feel special when they do. Okay. If they walk into the Hansel Gracie Academy and they ask for Jamie English, are people going to point in the right way? Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right, everybody. Listen to me. Thanks for listening. I will not be here, most likely, the next episode. Because I might no, keep that's graduating. Ne- that's next week. Wait up. What? That's like, we're, we're recording tomorrow. Oh, wait. I'm going to be here. You'll be here the next episode. All right, everybody. <laughs> False alarm. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. What kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun this season. Kings Island is now open weekends. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal 
and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.